Well, good morning, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us. The focus of today's webinar is how to manage process hazard analysis throughout the entire life cycle. First, a little bit about our featured company today. For nearly three decades, Gateway Consulting Group has been in the business of electronic document management with an emphasis on process safety management applications. Our presenter today is Dr. Reiner Hoff. He's the president of Gateway Consulting Group, and he's one of the foremost experts in facility information management solutions for the chemical, energy, and life sciences sectors. Dr. Hoff is the editor of the Management of Change Best Practices newsletter. It's an in-depth review of current topics in the field of MOC. Now, we will be taking your questions following the presentation. If you would like to submit one, look on the right-hand side of your screen, and you'll see a section to submit your question. And now, it is my pleasure to introduce our special presenter, Gateway Consulting Group's Dr. Reiner Hoff. Thank you for the introduction. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to our presentation entitled Managing PHAs Throughout the Entire Life Cycle. My name is Reiner Hoff, and I'll be your presenter today. I'll begin with a one-slide introduction. I'm an engineer by training and not prone to sales pitches, so the introduction will be concise. Then we'll take a look at the three critical success factors for process hazards analysis and how we at Gateway have addressed them. They are, a PHA solution must be easy to use, a PHA solution must have comprehensive capabilities, and a PHA solution must be fully integrated to satisfy the needs of process safety management in general, as well as initiatives like risk-based process safety and API 1173. On each topic, I'll spend a few slides talking about background and theory, and then we'll look at how the Gateway Facilex suite can be used to address these needs. Our friends at Industrial Info have limited us to about 30 minutes for the presentation. So for the demonstration, I'll walk you through screenshots so that we can see all the functionality, but we can skip the bother of logging in and connecting and that other nonsense. You are welcome to contact us if you'd like to see an extended live demonstration, and I'll provide contact information on the last slide. After the formal presentation is over, I'll take a few uh, questions from the audience as Peggy indicated. Okay, so let's start. Gateway Group began as a consulting company focused on electronic document management. Having started in 1991, we were in this market very early, and that afforded us the opportunity to establish a long list of firsts. For example, we implemented the first PSM-compliant electronic document management system in 1991. We implemented the first global rollout of a PSM-compliant electronic document management system in 1992. We implemented the first integration between SAP and an EDM system for the process safety management purposes in 1995. We developed the technology for automated installation of SharePoint applications, which allow us to install a complete working SharePoint process safety management application in less than 10 minutes. We can legitimately demonstrate more than 20 firsts, but I'll stop here. I think you get the idea. Most importantly, Gateway is the creator of the Facilex suite of applications focused on addressing key business needs in the process safety management sphere. There are over 20 applications in total. You may be familiar 
with a risk-based process safety diagram promoted by the Center for Chemical Process Safety. Each of the pillars of process safety, such as PHA, management of change, incident investigation, action item management, and so on, can be addressed using one or more Facilex applications. The process hazard analysis application, shown by the red pH icon, addresses the hazard identification and risk analysis requirements. In the pipeline industry, the organizing principle is detailed in a standard from the American Petroleum Institute called Pipeline Safety Management Systems. The standard is often referred to by its number, API 1173. The di this diagram is from API 1173 and shows that all the requirements can be addressed with the applicable Facilex application. A process hazards analysis is a set of organized and systematic assessments of the potential hazards associated with an industrial process. Why do we need it? Well, most importantly, to ensure safe operations, but it's also an OSHA requirement for covered processes of uh, involving highly hazardous materials. There are numerous methodologies for conducting PHAs. Popular ones include checklist, what if, what if plus checklist, hazard and operability study, usually called HAZOP, failure mode and effects analysis, layer of protection analysis, and fault tree analysis. Today, I'll demonstrate a HAZOP since most people are familiar with that approach. If you were asked to name the top three critical success factors for a PHA solution, what would you say? One, easy to use. Two, easy to use and three, easy to use. So I guess we can agree that it's gotta be easy to use. If you dig deeper, you'll recognize that process hazards analysis is not just a one-time event. So you'll need comprehensive capabilities that span the entire facility life cycle. If you're fortunate enough to be present when a facility is first designed, then you're aware that a project PHA is begun early in the design stages and then refined as the detailed design progresses. If you're not present when the facility is designed, then you'll be creating an initial PHA from whatever information you have available to you. From time to time, facility expansions take place, which requires at least an incremental PHA to account for the new hazards. Fairly often, the facility will be modified under the umbrella of management of change or MOC for short. Most MOCs require some form of process hazards analysis, which usually involves starting from the current PHA documentation and making the necessary changes and adjustments. On a periodic basis, it's necessary to conduct a PHA revalidation to validate that the PHA is still correct and complete. The Facilex PHA solution handles all of these different PHA life cycles. Finally, it's important that the PHA solution is integrated. It's an integral part of risk-based process safety and API 1173. And furthermore, the PHA solution must seamlessly integrate with MOC and capital projects so the evolving hazards can be captured as well as integrate with action item management so that we can tra track all the PHA follow-up items. Here again, Facilex provides these capabilities. So the first critical success factor is ease of use. That will drive our entire approach to this problem. 
Folks have been doing PHAs for decades, often quite informally. The finished PHAs are saved in file folders or network file shares. So that begs the question, do I need an electronic system for PHAs? And realistically speaking, the answer is yes. So the next question is why? And the first answer is that it's a question of scale, since detailed PHAs quickly run into the thousands of line items. And secondly, there is a lot of business process around a PHA to make sure that the right sign-offs occur, and most importantly, to make sure that the follow-up items are actually followed up on and closed out. And finally, as process safety becomes more sophisticated, PHAs are increasingly integrated with functional safety management, including safety integrity level verification. There is so much data involved that doing things informally is just impractical. Proprietary PHA applications are all different. Some have more capabilities, some have frustratingly fewer capabilities. Proprietary PHA applications all have different user interfaces. They all require different training. When we did our voice of the customer research prior to developing our own PHA application, we were shocked to discover how many people did their PHAs in Excel, even if they had bought very expensive licenses to third-party products. It worked like this. In the morning, the scribe would copy all the PHA data to Excel, and in the evening, the new PHA data for, uh, for the unit would be copied back to the proprietary program. So why Excel? Well, first of all, there's no uh, need for training. Everybody's already familiar with Excel, so there's no special training needed to navigate the Excel user interface. Secondly, it's really fast, especially with things like copy-paste. If you've done a HAZOP before, then you already know how few unique items there are and how often you use the copy-paste function of Excel. Some of you would be thrilled to hear that you might be able to do all your PHAs in Excel, but it's not quite that simple. You'll need a place to store the PHA data. Although Excel is a great user interface, it's really impractical to manage company-scale PHAs in Excel spreadsheets. Your choices for data storage are, one, a network file share. Well, no, because you'll end up with too many files and you'll never know which one is the correct one. Two, a proprietary application. Well, no again, because users want the Excel user interface and export-import from proprietary applications is just too onerous. Perhaps a regular relational database management system would do. No again because you'll have to develop your own application and that would take years. We recommend using SharePoint as the repository for PHA data. It integrates well with Excel and furthermore, manages large volumes of data, deals with security, audit trails, and manages all the supporting documentation. Okay, so let's see how this might work. Having observed, that many Facilix customers like doing PHAs in Excel, it was clear that the Excel interface provided the fluid user interface that works with PHAs. So the gateway concept is to use Excel as a convenient, familiar, and easy to use user interface, and to use SharePoint for all data management, data persistence, and integration with action item management. 
If you don't have SharePoint today, don't worry about it. We can bundle the necessary SharePoint components with the Facilex PHA solution. Before getting into the application, let's at least define some terminology and look at what data is managed for PHAs. A complex PHA can begin with, let's say, a PHA project. Each PHA project has several PHA drawing objects associated with it. Usually, these are the individual PNIDs which describe the process within a unit. There may be dozens of these for a single unit. The process shown on a given PHA drawing is partitioned into a number of nodes. Here again, there's a one-to-many relationship between the drawing and its nodes. Each node is specified with a number of attributes. Going clockwise, the node number, the node name, the design intent, the design conditions, affected equipment, and reference drawings. A given node may have hazards associated with it. How you label the fields is up to you, and some clients call them hazards, others call them deviations, still others call them conditions. Note that I'm describing the HAZOP methodology. If this were a what-if methodology, then the hazard would be replaced with a what-if question. Each hazard is described by a number of attributes. Going counterclockwise, the hazard deviation condition number, the affected asset type like equipment, instrumentation, or piping, the cause number and description of what may cause the hazard, the uh, consequence number and description of what the consequence might be, the severity, likelihood, and risk number, and even the independent protection layers needed. The risk specification and calculation is likely to be different, likely to be different for each client, and there's a mechanism to ensure that your risk ranking is used rather than just some out-of-the-box cookie-cutter approach. Each hazard may be addressed by one or more safeguards, but a given safeguard can address several hazards, so there can be a many-to-many -many relationship between the safeguards and the hazards. Starting from the left in the diagram, note that the name of the item is an italicized font. This is to convey the notion of belonging. PNID 4711 belongs to the PHA project. Node 1 belongs to drawing PID 4711. Conditions one and two belong to node one. However, alarm 15 is used to fully or partially address condition one, but alarm 15 may also address other conditions. So alarm 15 does not exclusively belong to condition one. In order to denote that our alarm 15 comes from a separate list of safeguards, it is shown in boldface type, same for PSV 22. It has to be that way. Otherwise, you would be typing in the same safeguard data each time a safeguard is used. And what you want is to pick it from a dropdown. The same is true for recommendations. You can have a separate list of recommendations and reference them without recreating the same recommendation each time you use it. The data for a given drawing is all collected together in one Excel worksheet. Here we see all the data for PID 4711. Here's all the data for PID 4712. And finally, these sheets all appear in an Excel workbook for the Hydro Treater in this example. So let's see what this looks like in a de deployed solution. I'm going to walk you through the functionality using screenshots because we are very limited in time and I'd like to make sure that we visit all the highlights. In order to start simply, I'm going to create a standalone PHA and take it through its paces. 
The example I'm using is in the HAZOP example starting at page 131 from the guidelines for hazard evaluation procedures published by the Center for Chemical Process Safety. We'll start by going to the application and asking to create a new simple PHA. The form asks you for a title as shown in the red box. Then you can specify where the change is taking place as shown in the green box. This hierarchy is four levels deep, although I'm only using two levels for area and unit. The blue box shows that you can also provide additional guidance and comments. Facilex is extremely configurable. The choice of which fields appear on this form and whether they're required or optional is entirely up to you. You click OK to create the PHA object. Once the PHA object has been created, you are directed to the dashboard for PHA. I'm pretty sure that, looks, that this looks quite different from other PHA applications you've seen before. So let's take a minute and I'll discuss our philosophy. It's my belief that if something is worth doing, it's worth doing right. This is particularly true when it comes to something as important as process hazards analysis. A PHA has both a data component and a business process component. The data component consists of things like HAZOP line items, risk calculations, and so on. The business process component guides the user through the process to create a PHA, store applicable drawings, conduct the hazards analysis, create follow-up items, and manage them to closure. I'm sure you're aware that the number one item that OSHA issued citations for during the Refining National Emphasis Program was for not completing PHA follow-up items. So this business process aspect is extremely important. In order to provide easy access to both the PHA data and the PHA process information, we divide the dashboard into five areas. At the top is the button bar. This provides access to functionality indicated by the button labels as shown in the red box. The orange box is the lifecycle diagram. This is the simplest possible PHA and has only one state. The green box indicates the metadata for the PHA, things like its title, number, unit, and creation date. The blue box tells me uh, what I'm supposed to do right now. Apparently, I'm supposed to save supporting documentation. You might argue that, well, yes, I know what to do, even without an application telling me to save the documents. Sure, that may be true for a HAZOP, but if you've got a facility siting checklist or a personnel safety checklist, you might end up with 20 tasks. So organizing them properly ensures that nothing gets overlooked. And finally, the purple box shows you all the action items that currently exists for this PHA. Only one action item is active. The rest will come later. The first thing I'm supposed to do is save documentation in the applicable folder. I can click on the icon in the green box and it takes me to a folder structure that contains documents for only this one PHA. You can drag files from your computer and drop them in the Facilex library folder. And when you're finished, you should see all the files that, you're, that support your PHA. For this PHA, we're going to do a HAZOP which typically requires identifying which piping and instrumentation drawings the HAZOP pertains to. We click on the icon in the tools column as indicated by the green box, which brings up the PHA drawing initiation form. This allows you to specify the title and drawing number as shown in the red box. 
The green box shows you that you can choose the PHA methodology as well. This presentation will focus on the HAZOP methodology. The full what if works in a similar manner. However, not every PHA requires a facilitated team approach. Often PHAs associated with routine MOCs are very simple. So there are several methodologies labeled simple, which just present a simple form that the user completes without the overhead of a full HAZOP. The idea is that the Facilix PHA application is to be used. It has to address all the needs, both big and small. Here's the second PHA drawing. If you look carefully, you'll see that the drawing number is different from the previous slide. The drawings are children of the parent PHA. They're shown on the PHA dashboard as such. We can go to the dashboard for a particular PHA drawing by clicking on its icon. Now that we're at the dashboard for a specific uh, PHA drawing, notice that the life cycle shown in the red box is much more detailed than before. The green box shows that this PHA drawing is a child of PHA 1921. The red triangle icon is a link back to the parent PHA. And the blue box shows that there is a more detailed list of action items that need to be accomplished for this, this HAZOP. At this point, I can enter the red line drawings for the HAZOP. I could have saved the drawings earlier, but I, cho I chose to wait until now. Here are the two additional drawings that I saved for this particular HAZOP. And this is what one of them looks like with all the HAZOP nodes indicated in the various colors. At this point, I'm being prompted to create the nodes for the HAZOP. Clicking the node icon in the green box brings up the node creation form. This has the same fields that I described in the PowerPoints a few minutes ago. Since most drawings have multiple nodes, you can click on create another at the bottom of the form to create an additional node. Once the nodes have been created, they appear as children in the PHA drawing dashboard as shown in the red box. Note that the nodes are all fully described just as they would be in real world usage of the PHA application. Having created the nodes, the next thing to do is to export the configuration to Excel. You can click the tool shown in the green box. And here's what the workbook looks like when you first open it. And yes, I know you can't read it. Neither can I for that matter. The nodes are fully described in the pink shading. So what we see here are four nodes. Now we'll take a look at this in greater detail. Although, although the nodes are in the pink area, the choice of shading color is configurable. I've just made it very bold so it stands out in this demonstration. Next, you'll see a blue shaded header, which defines the fields that appear in the HAZOP. Below the header are 10 blank HAZOP line items represented in the rows of the spreadsheet. You can insert and delete as many rows as you wish for each node. You can also copy data from one node to another using the standard Excel copy-paste functionality. The whole idea of doing this in Excel is to enable the fluid Excel user interface, and that is completely supported. Let me elaborate on some of the fields in the spreadsheet. Column A is the key field. Since you can go back and forth between Excel and the database as often as you want, we need a primary key for each row of data. The primary key is constructed from the drawing number, the node number, and the value in column A. Column B is the condition number, or deviation number, or hazard number. You can call it what you like, and you can use any numbering scheme you wish. 
column C is the deviation. All the goldenrod fields are dropdowns. For deviation, there are about 30 choices. This can be configured in several ways, depending on whether you allow the end user to add his own deviation types or not. And it can be configured to permit additional deviation types for just this one PHA or for all the PHAs in the future. The rest of the fields are fairly self-explanatory. Note that column G has two causes and they both apply to condition 1.1. The rule is, that if a cell contains the same data as the cell above it, you can leave it blank and the program will automatically fill it in for you. This serves two purposes. One, it saves on typing, and two, it's a less cluttered interface. Moving to the right columns, we see risks represented using severity and likelihood. Then a risk number is calculated. The risk calculation is configurable and can be different for different plants or different circumstances within a plant. Safeguards and recommendations are unit level items and are accessible via dropdowns. In fact, when the spreadsheet is downloaded from Facilix, the application gets all the safeguard data for that unit and saves it in the safeguards tab. You can create additional safeguards if you wish, and they will be saved into the safeguards list for the unit. The same is true for recommendations. When finished with a spreadsheet, simply close the file like any other Excel file. The application provides you with the tool to aid it in, in importing the now modified PHA spreadsheet. The tool icon now has a check mark indicating that the import has completed. All the HAZOP data is in Facilix. So one might ask, how do you get to see it? By clicking on the link shown in the green box, all the data related to this node can be viewed in SharePoint. The red box displays the properties of the node itself. It should look familiar. The green box displays some of the details of the related HAZOP line items, similar to how they appeared in the spreadsheet. Note that blank cells from the spreadsheet have been correctly filled in. Here's a more detailed view of the HAZOP line items that I got by panning to the right of the screen. Incidentally, all of the data can be formatted into attractive reports. When printed, they look a lot like the traditional HAZOP reports, except that here all the data is properly managed. After the HAZOP is done, it's possible to create the follow-up items. There are several options here. You can create individual action items one at a time. You can create a group of action items in a tabular interface where you can edit them all at the same time. Or you can run a tool which automatically generates action items by looking at the recommendations coming out of the PHA. Which way you go uh, with this is part of the configuration process. By clicking on the tool in the red box, the application creates all the follow-up items identified in the spreadsheet. When we were working the spreadsheet, I skipped over the detail that there might be several different kinds of follow-up items. The items in the red box are specific things assigned to specific individuals. They must be completed within the scope of the, SA, uh, of the PHA. The item uh, in green is actually an issue. An issue is a business process or has a business process associated with it. Often this involves multiple people investigating an issue, making recommendations, and then pursuing specific action items. 
Issues can often not be completed with, within the scope of the PHA because they may take too long or are otherwise open-ended. In Facilex PHA, you can create specific actions and longer duration issues as shown in the slide. So to summarize, Gateway has created a PHA application that is fully integrated with the Facilex suite of applications. Based on client feedback, all data is managed in SharePoint, but the user interface is in Excel. The process of moving data back and forth between the, uh, between the environments is seamless with no retyping of data needed. The process model follows industry best practices with projects, drawings, nodes, hazards, risks, safeguards, and recommendations. The critical uh, OSHA requirement of managing follow-up items is managed in a seamless and integrated manner. Let's take a brief look at the second critical success factor for PHAs, comprehensive capabilities. If you're fortunate enough to be present when a facility is first designed, then you're aware that a project PHA is begun during the early design stages and then refined as the design detail progresses. If you're not present when the facility is designed, then you'll be creating an initial PHA from whatever information you have available to you. From time to time, facility expansions take place, which requires at least an incremental PHA to account for the new hazards. Fairly often, the facility will be modified under the umbrella of management of change. Most MOCs require some form of process hazard analysis, which usually involves starting from the current PHA documentation and making the necessary changes and adjustments. On a periodic basis, it's necessary to conduct a PHA revalidation to validate that the PHA is still correct and complete. The Facilex PHA solution handles all of these PHA life cycles. And the third critical success factors is the issue of integration. It's important that the PHA solution is integrated since it's an integral part of risk-based process safety and API 1173. I showed this diagram previously, but any process safety application should be able to link to all the other process safety applications. Here are some examples. When doing an MOC, it's common to perform a PHA. The MOC has to know that the PHA was done and the PHA has to know about the MOC's progress so that the pending PHA changes can be made permanent. The same is true for capital projects. Incident investigations often require an examination of PHAs to determine if the scenario involved in the incident was actually covered in the PHA. Audits are usually conducted on specific business objects like PHAs, MOCs, and so forth. Today, we looked at solutions for process hazards analysis. We identified critical success factors for a PHA solution. PHA solution has to be easy to use, it has to have comprehensive capabilities, and it must be fully integrated to satisfy the needs of process safety management. We spent a lot of time looking at an easy to use solution for PHA using Excel as the familiar user interface while managing all the data in Facilex. I'd like to invite you to contact us at Gateway Group if you'd like to continue the discussion or see a live demonstration of the solution that I talked about. PHA is a critically important topic and we cannot do it justice in the 30 minutes allocated to us. So contact us at info at gatewaygroup.com to continue this discussion. At this point, I'll answer a few questions. So I'll turn it over to you, Peggy. 
Okay. Thank you so much, Dr. Hoff. That was some really valuable information. And yes, we do have a few questions. All right. Uh, this one is coming. They said they already have 30 years worth of PHAs, and most of them already would be in Excel. And what they'd like to know is how easy it is to import them into Facilex. Well, that's an excellent question. And uh, that really shows, you know, uh, on the ground, you know, boots on the ground kind of experience. So you saw me export data from Facil from Facilix into, X uh, into Excel and then back again. Obviously, there has to be some synchronization between those two so that we know what data is in what application. And that is all in a configuration file. So if you gave me a random Excel spreadsheet that had P has op data in it in, in this example, what we would do is create a configuration file that says, well, column A is this and column B is that and column C should be ignored and column D is this other thing and, and here's how we do our risk ranking calculation, etc. So the, the, the secret sauce there is the configuration file. Now that doesn't mean that it's a five minute thing because oftentimes you discover that the existing PHAs don't have valid data in them. And so when we read them into Facilex, there's a validation that takes place and prints out a report and identifies what all the invalid data are. But this is a very common thing. Okay, we have another question. Um, they are saying that they really like the idea of using the Excel as the user interface while managing all the PHA data in a database like what you just showed. But how do you deal with the problem of MOCs where PHA changes are not official until that change is made in the plan? Yeah, another excellent question. So uh, you realize, of course, that when you start an NOC and, and do uh, PHA, you're actually generating what looks like PHA data, but the MOC, uh, but that's done prior to approval and certainly done prior to implementation of the MOC. And so the, the fooling around with the PHA data may never actually uh, come into fruition because the MOC may get rejected or not installed. So we can't afford to have that data, let's, let's say, contaminate the master PHA records. So the way that we do that is that when we uh, start an MOC, the uh, unit PHA data is extracted from the PHA database. It sits in the MOC, and only when the MOC is installed and implemented do we then take that pending PHA data and make it current or, or official PHA data in the official database. So that's how it's done. The MOC maintains an isolated environment of PHA data, and that goes back into the main repository when it's all finished. Okay, and we have one final question, and it's uh, talking about basically having multiple sites. It says that our company, every site does things just a little bit differently. No two plants can even agree on what the risk matrix should look like. Is Facilex a one-size-fits-all, or can it be tailored to meet the needs of different plants? That's a good question, and uh, again, a realistic one. So. Facilex is configurable and conditional, or practically everything in Facilex is configurable and conditional. Let me expand on that. So configurable means that I'm going to say, well, here's my risk matrix that I have in my demo system, and for you, I'm going to configure it uh, to suit your, spe your specifics. And I'm going to actually create multiple configurations that uh, 
that can be used. And the conditional part of it is, of course, is that the application has to know, where am I? Oh, I'm at Baytown, so I'm going to use risk matrix one. Oh, wait a minute, I'm in Los Angeles, I'm using risk matrix two. Wait a minute, I'm, uh, I'm in Pasadena, I'm going to use risk matrix number three. So that's the conditional part. And every aspect of Facilix is configurable and conditional like that. When you saw the, uh, the dashboard, for example, you saw action items and tasks. So where did they come from? Well, I configured them. And what are they called? Again, that's part of the configuration process. So if you don't like what the, the action items are or you want to insert a particular kind of approval process or don't like the wording of something, that's all part of the setup process. That does not require any programming either because all of that data is managed uh, is managed in tables and simply uh, we can for you or you can yourself go in and configure the system to say and perform exactly the way you wish. So that's how you can address the needs of multiple plans. All right, Dr. Reinerhoff, thank you so very much. Um, now this concludes today's webinar. As a reminder, there will be a follow-up information available all, to all of today's participants. And once again, a very, very special thanks to Dr. Reinerhoff. He's the president of Gateway Consulting Group. As he said, if you would like more information, go to gatewaygroup.com. Have a wonderful day.